Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> All righty. Oh, man. Overtime. Really? Can we not make this thing like on President's Day or something? Like, can we not move President's Day to the day after the Super Bowl? Something like that? Or just make it a Saturday or a Friday night or Sunday afternoon even? All right, anyway. Um... Welcome to the program. Hope you had a great weekend. Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110-993-WBT-704-570-1110-1800-WBT-1110. 1110. Email is Pete at the and uh, on Twitter at Pete Callender. And remember, you can get the podcast at WBT.com or at the Pete Okay. So apparently what I uh, have uh, been able to uh, determine over the weekend is that uh, – it is now okay to attack uh, special counsels um, and, which is a change, by the way, that's a brand new standard because before that was a threat to the democracy. Now it's, uh, now it's acceptable. Um, also, um, the president apparently uh, is mad that his Department of Justice did not rig things for him, which... Again, I thought that if the DOJ was operating at the behest of the president, that there was some sort of coordination for political purposes or something or or PR cover, that that would be also a threat to the democracy. But apparently Joe is mad. Joe Biden is mad that the DOJ didn't do him a solid. And um, also that apparently we have to charge Joe Biden with some sort of crime in order to prove he is not senile. This is what I've learned over the weekend. I know, it's very confusing. So this piece at Politico by Jonathan Lemire, or Lemire, and Sam Stein, headline, White House Frustration with Garland Grows. They're very upset at this Christmas decoration, from what I understand. Joe Biden has told aides and outside advisors that Attorney General Merrick Garland. Oh, that okay. Well, that makes more sense. Attorney General Merrick Garland did not do enough to rein in a special counsel report stating that the president had diminished mental faculties, according to two people close to the president. As White House frustration with the head of the Justice Department grows. So this is what they were circulating over the weekend that Joe Biden and uh, people around him are big time mad at Merrick Garland because of the report. And they thought Merrick Garland should have stepped up and uh, and censored basically the uh, special counsel report from uh, Robert Hur, which ultimately, remember, uh, as Politico describes it, cleared Biden of any charges. Which I don't even really know what that means. 
clearing somebody of charges sounds almost like there was some sort of a trial, but that didn't happen. You don't clear people of charges. You just don't bring any, right? You, you, you don't bring charges. You don't clear somebody unless you go through some sort of a, 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 a trial, right? But even if you want to say that, okay, well, that's because, you know, they didn't bring him uh, up on the charges, and so they cleared him for that. They didn't even do that, though. The special counsel report said that he willfully kept the documents. He took the documents over the course of decades when he was a senator, right? He said that they were not going to bring charges because he would be portrayed at a trial as a forgetful elderly man and he would probably be able to convince enough jurors you know at least one of that uh, persona and then he would not be uh, convicted so it was a it was a it was a tactical decision it was a it was a decision based on okay can we can we secure a conviction right and that's not clearing somebody of charges that's saying we're, we probably couldn't make these things stick with a jury of 12 after this guy's out of office if we were try to uh, prosecute him. Anyway, the Politico's uh, piece says that uh, it ultimately cleared him of any charges stemming from his handling of classified documents that were found at Biden's think tank and his home. But hers explanation for not bringing charges <clears throat> that Biden would have persuaded the jury that he was a forgetful old man upended the presidential campaign and infuriated the White House. So I have to mention this also. On Friday, as I was driving home from uh, from the studio, and I was listening to Brett Winterbull, who does the uh, afternoon drive shift here on WBT, and he made the argument that special counsel Robert Herr is essentially a whistleblower. He's essentially a whistleblower. That's what he did. He's blowing the whistle... For everybody to read, everybody to see, that's what's happening here. And I think he might be onto something there. Because while clearing him of the charges, quote unquote, while saying, look, we probably can't secure a conviction. And here's why. It's because he's senile. And he's forgetful. And um, that then upends the presidential campaign. It infuriates the White House. It gets Joe Biden mad. And then he goes out and does that press conference where he exhibits all of the symptoms that people are worried that he suffers from. This irritability, this yelling and forgetfulness, he just trails off mid-sentence, right? The very things that people are like, hey, I think he's not his sharpest. I think he's you know mentally in decline. And, uh, you know, James Carville said this over the weekend, uh, the same thing that I've been saying, you're, you're never, you're never going to be younger than you are right now. And they think that, oh, you know, it's, it's a good thing that this came out now because if this came out later in the summertime in July, you know, this report could have been way worse. Like, why, do you think he's going to get better by July? He's not getting better. You don't get better from this. Um, Biden and his closest advisors believe that special counsel Robert Herr went well beyond his purview 
and was gratuitous and misleading in his descriptions, according to those two people who were granted anonymity to speak freely with Politico. And they put part of the blame on Merrick Garland, who they say should have demanded edits to the special counsel report, including around the descriptions of Biden's faltering memory. Okay, look, there's, there's an easy way to solve this. Release the transcripts. These were depositions, interviews, right? These were recorded. Maybe there's video. Release it. If you want to prove that what this guy said in his report is not true, release all the stuff and let's make our own determinations. You know me. I'm all about solutions, right? That seems like that would solve the problem. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out let's head over to the phone lines and let's talk with tim hello tim welcome to the program hey how you doing today hey, hey i just got a i was telling the guy that i feel like the view's a little distorted and maybe it is a little cover because the crimes that he's accused of committing which are crimes as mm-hmm. you well know mm-hmm. happened when he was in a much better cognitive state mm-hmm. so you know, so they can't use the doddering old fool that he is now as an excuse for what he did 20 years ago. So they're not using it as an excuse to uh, forgive the crime. They're saying, first off, they can't charge him now because he's a sitting president. So they would have to wait. And then when they wait for either, you know, the end of the year, so, you know, into 2025, or you have to wait another four years after that. Um, yeah. Right. By the time you finally get around to... Uh, filing charges and prosecuting him, he's going to be perceived in his current state as the doddering old senile man, and so he's not he's not going to be convictable, right? Not that he not yeah. that he's exonerated. Pathetic views on him. Exactly. Yeah. So no, you're exactly right. The, the 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 special counsel said this stuff was taken willfully, and uh, so yeah. so that's like that's saying he did it on purpose. Uh, it, this was not, oh, I made a mistake and all of this. He's saying he willfully took possession of some of these documents. Now, maybe some of the others, his staffers compiled, but not all of them and not for all of his, uh, all of his career. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think he, you know, it's just another example of, you know, people doing what they do without, you know, fear of repercussion on that side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, I appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Buddy. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. No, it's a it's a uh, very good point. And the special counsel is not saying that there's no evidence of a crime. He's saying we can't convict him. If you you know you, you just look at the totality of the evidence, and you're going to bring this guy in, and you're going to put him on the stand. He's going to be too sympathetic, and people aren't going to want to throw him in prison at age you know 82. They're not going to want to jail him especially if you got to try him in DC, right? Just not going to be able to not going to be able to get him uh convicted.
Um, back to the Politico article. It says, um, in White House meetings, aides have questioned why Merrick Garland felt the need to appoint a special counsel in the first place, though Joe Biden has publicly said he supported the decision. So this, so, so now you've got, the, like, we shouldn't even have had this in the first place. Garland shouldn't have done it. But Joe Biden said he would do it. And remember back when this happened, right? They knew they were going to be moving on Trump. And so the release of this information, like, hey, oh, we found some of these documents, and so we need to come forward. This wasn't done like, oh, my gosh, we had no idea we had this stuff. No, they knew they had it. Biden himself referenced it. His ghostwriter heard him do so and then, remember, deleted the the files, the audio files, I believe, that deleted it, threw them away after this became known. While Biden himself has not weighed in on Garland's future, most of the president's senior advisors do not believe that the attorney general would remain in his post for a possible second term, according to the two people. Quote, this has been building for a while. No one is happy. So they're going to fire Merrick Garland. St. Merrick Garland, peace be upon him. St. Merrick Garland, who, remember, but for his death, would have been on the U.S. Supreme Court because Hillary was going to put him there, or no, Obama was going to put him there, and then Hillary was going to put him there, but then Hillary didn't win because she didn't go to Wisconsin. Right, and she's like an awful candidate, and nobody likes her. So anyway, that Merrick Garland, they're going to fire him. They're going to force him out. Is this interference? I, I just, I seem to recall in a previous presidency, there was a lot, a lot of concern about the president interfering with the Department of Justice and whether or not the president viewed the DOJ as like his personal lawyer and you know there to protect him and, and all of that. Just no, 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 not like Eric Holder did for Obama, his wingman. Remember, that's what Obama called Eric Holder, his wingman. Not like that. It was a different president. So not Obama. It was after Obama. Last year, Biden privately denounced how long it was taking um, to probe Hunter Biden. Okay. Uh, how long the investigation was taking. Let me say it that way. Uh, the Hunter Biden probe was taking a long time. And uh, Merrick Garland um, should not have done the special counsel on this case. So this has been building, they say. Now it's all coming out. Now it's like, oh, Merrick Garland. He's playing it two down the middle. <laughs> so all that lip service that we've heard, right? All the lip service about an independent Department of Justice, just calling balls and strikes. But remember, Joe had to do this, or Merrick Garland had to do the special counsel because you can't go after Trump like you did then have all these documents turn up in the garage of Joe Biden at the think tank of Joe Biden, all these documents showing up and not have a similar kind of probe there. So they're just going to throw Merrick Garland under the bus. Saint Merrick of the Garland. Peace be upon him. Email is Pete at the Pete Callender show.com. Politico reports that in recent weeks, President Biden has grumbled to aides and advisors that had Merrick Garland, his attorney general, moved sooner in his investigation into former President Donald Trump's election interference 
a trial may already be underway or even have concluded. Which is what? This is an admission that Joe Biden sees conviction of Trump as politically helpful. Right? And and that he wanted Garland to move on it sooner to get Trump out of the picture. Which is exactly what they accused Donald Trump of wanting to use the DOJ to do. Which he did not. But now he might. If he wins. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But I'm supposed to be so outraged and scared about Donald Trump doing the thing that Joe Biden is doing. A spokesperson, I will get back to that in a second. A spokesperson for the Department of Justice declined to comment, but one former senior Justice Department official, former, so they're not there anymore, but a former official, noted some of the frustrations being directed at Merrick Garland are better directed towards the White House. The president's team had the option to exert executive privilege over elements of the special counsel report, but the White House did not do so. And had Merrick Garland made edits to the report, he would have had to explain those redactions to Congress. This is a very important point. You've got these White House officials speaking on condition of anonymity, right? So they, they, they get to remain anonymous when they go to Politico and they're like, oh, Merrick Garland, he should have protected us. He should have protected the president. from. He should have deleted it. But if he deleted it, then they would have had to report that to Congress. And then Congress would have said, hey, what did you delete? <laughs> right? What did you redact out of this report? We would like to see it. And then, right, it's never the, it's never the crime, it's the cover-up, right? Then you get this whole big story and the, the news cycle would just keep going and going over the fact that they cut these parts out and they cut the parts out talking about Joe Biden not remembering stuff. And that would make it look even worse than it looks right now. But I do wonder if the position from these anonymous White House officials is that the Merrick Garland, the attorney general, member of the cabinet, remember, that he should have deleted these passages in order to protect Joe Biden. There's only two explanations for why that would be the case, right? Number one is that it's not true. And number two, that it is true, right? So you're asking Merrick Garland to delete the passages because they're not true, let's say. Okay, they're not true. Well, you can release the transcripts of the interviews to prove that it wasn't true. But if it is true, does that mean Merrick Garland now knows that there are 25th Amendment implications here for the sitting president. That's what it seems like to me. Once again, they are guilty of that which they accuse their opponents, right? For most of the Trump presidency, we heard the 25th Amendment being, you know, kicked around and you had media and Democrats, but I repeat myself, uh, you know, making the case for Trump's cabinet to, uh, to oust him over mental unfitness for office under the 25th Amendment. And now you got Joe Biden in there, which I saw an interesting um, uh, argument over the weekend that Kamala Harris was picked specifically because they knew she would be an insurance policy against the, uh, the 25th Amendment trigger. 
They found that they, in other words, they picked her because she was so unpalatable, right? She, her, her approval numbers are lower than Biden's and his are historically low. And that's saying something. Biden picked Garland as his attorney general with the stated desire to restore a semblance of independence at the Department of Justice. Remember that? Biden said, quote, <laughs> at the time. And everybody was like, oh, that's so awesome. He said, your loyalty is not to me. You won't work for me. You are not the uh, you are not the president or the vice president's lawyer. Democrats close to Biden worry that Garland has become too consumed by that instruction to appear impartial. <laughs> so he's consumed. He's consumed by the appearance of being impartial. And now that's making him not impartial. <laughs> this is... This is what they're saying. There's a quote here from a Biden donor, also granted an uh, anonymity, to speak freely. He said, quote, what Democrats do is they bend over backwards not to look partisan. Yeah, that's what Democrats do, right? I think we can all agree with the Democrat donor there. Yeah, yeah, Democrats, that's what they're always doing. When you think Democrat, you think nonpartisan, right? And then they end up hiring people that are partisan, but in the other direction. (laughs) They really do believe this. This donor, big time donor, to the point where they get quoted in a political article. So you know they're, they're donating lots of money, right? And this is what this donor believes. That in order to appear nonpartisan and impartial, they appoint right wingers. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. He said, there's no question in my mind that the villain here is Merrick Garland. There you go. Then there's a quote from Robert Kuttner, co-founder of the liberal American Prospect, who says, quote, Garland is far and away Biden's worst appointee by an order of magnitude, and we all pay the price. If Biden goes down the drain because Garland has mishandled the investigation of Trump and gave Republicans a weapon, then the country pays the price. It's not just that Biden gets punished for the stupidity of appointing Garland. So it's not just Biden that gets punished. It's all of America and all the Democrats. Everybody's going to get punished because Merrick Garland is the villain. Because after all, right, we are... We are never the villains of our own stories. We are always the victims or the heroes. Meanwhile, Democrats are suggesting that uh, maybe Joe Biden needs to uh, work on his makeup and lighting. That's going to solve the age problem for him. Again, not kidding. On Twitter, at Pete Callender, and I have a message here from Gary. It's a Pete tweet. Gary says... It seems if Democrats don't get special treatment from media, courts, and judges, they think they're being attacked. How dare Merrick Garland not tip the scales even more? Yeah, there there does seem to be a bit of, uh, I don't know, like, guys, you guys are showing your cards a little bit here. This from the New York Post. Panicked Democrats are barraging the White House with advice on how to make President Biden appear more youthful. This is how you know, by the way, this is how you know how damaging that special counsel report was, right? As Brett Winterbull called it, the whistleblower, basically, right? He's a whistleblower. He's blowing the whistle. He's letting everybody know, like, oh, my God, guys, I sat down with the president for hours, and he's not all there. 
And this is how you know it's damaging is because you got Democrats that are now offering advice to the president on how to appear not 81 years old. They're suggesting better makeup, better lighting. Allies and operatives have been flooding the White House with advice since Biden's disastrous press conference on Thursday when he lashed out at special counsel Robert Hur for characterizing him as an elderly man with a poor memory. Some are telling the president to reimagine his makeup routine. I'm not really sure what that even means. Reimagine his makeup. I mean, like, there is only so much you can do, right? As a dude, there's only so much you can do with the makeup stuff. That's according to CNN. Others have been urging his staff to improve the lighting at his public appearances, because that's the reason why he seems old and feeble, you see, is the lighting right. It's the, it's the spotlight on him. If you just do something different with the lighting, maybe lower it, maybe do some, I don't know, some colors, mood lighting, something, then, you know, he won't slur his speech anymore or something. Others want Biden to begin his events seated in a chair. <laughs> to keep... Sorry, this just reminds me of consultants in TV, <laughs> TV news. This is the kind of stuff that the consultants in TV news tell you. Like, oh, hey, I see all you guys are sitting behind this desk. Tell you what, everybody, we're going to stand up now. We're going to stand you in front of a big TV screen. And that's going to win the viewers back, don't you know? And then after the ratings don't improve, after a couple of years, they hire a different consultant who comes in and they're like, hey, I see you're standing in front of this big TV screen. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have you sit down. It's going to be an informal thing now, so it's not quite so rigid in your standings, and we're going to have you sit down. Uh, sit down, stand up. Sit down, stand up. Whatever the last one was, you just do the opposite. Then you cash that sweet, sweet consultant check. But this one actually makes some bit of sense because if you have him seated and then you bring everybody in and he's already sitting there, he could be, you know, he could be a paraplegic and nobody would know. Like FDR, right? He could just be sitting there. And then everybody comes in. I mean, it would be weird at like the rallies, I think, if he's already like sitting at the state on the stage and like you start allowing in 20,000, 30,000 people. I'm just kidding. There aren't 20,000 people showing up at a Biden rally. Come on now. No, you get he's sitting up at the stage. People show up. Here's the key. It would prevent him from having to shuffle slowly to a podium all in. I thought we had fixed this with the trots. Okay. That's actually, that's not what I meant. That did that because that means something else. I thought we had fixed this with his little, with his little, uh, his little fast walk, almost a run kind of thing that he does. We got him the new shoes too. We got him to walk down the short uh, staircase out of air force one, right? We got him doing the little joggy thing across the lawn. All in an effort to help the 81-year-old president sidestep questions about his age. Right. Yeah, that's going to do it now. A despondent former Biden White House aide told the New York Post, quote, the cake is already baked. Most Democrats feel that way about the president already. They think he's effective and a good person, but nobody really wants him to run. And Democrats don't have the guts to try to remove him from the ticket. 
Longtime Democrat consultant James Carville said the uh, issue of Biden's mental condition had so harmed his chances in November that a criminal conviction of Donald Trump is the president's only hope. Quote, we're officially in Hail Mary mode here. Like they're, they're literally just coming out and telling us this. Like, we really need to convict Donald Trump or else Joe Biden's probably toast. They're literally telling us this. There are two doctors who are members of Congress, one of whom is a member of Congress from North Carolina, Dr. Greg Murphy. Uh, he said that he witnessed a very fragile individual when he saw Biden at last week's national prayer breakfast. Quote, the unsteadiness of his gait, the slowness of his movements, and the weakness of his voice speak to the fact he is in a debilitated state. I do not believe he is fit to be president of the United States. And then another uh, doctor from, uh, he's a general practitioner, Scott Desjardins, Desjardins, from Tennessee, Republican. He has said, it is undeniable President Biden is in mental decline and is not fit to hold that office. Biden's wife came out with a uh, statement. Well, she emailed a statement to donors in response to the special counsel report. She didn't actually put the statement out like for public consumption on Twitter or anything. And she's basically calling for her husband to be prosecuted. I mean, that's my takeaway. I'll tell you what she said after the news. Thank <laughs> you.